Hello, my name is Ben Schluter, and welcome to episode 19 of Outward Thoughts. Um, so, you know, the drill by now. Let's get the trivia question from the last episode answered. On October 15th, 1582, the Catholic Church officially adopted the Gregorian calendar. What was the prior day's date? A. October 1st, B. October 4th, C. October 10th, D. October 14th. The correct answer was B. October 4th. Um, this was true of many countries. Uh, they'd have a bit of a shift when they switch from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar because of the fact that the Julian calendar uh, was off by about 11 days. So that's where the jump comes from. The British uh, did it in September of, I believe, the 18th century. So yeah, that that's an interesting one, isn't it? So, what are we talking about today? Well, um, I couldn't really think of much to talk about until I remembered something I'd done on my own that I would like to share. And what I found interesting about it. And what is that thing, you might ask? Well, you see. That thing is tracking a belt. A belt that doesn't actually exist. It doesn't exist physically. It exists only in theory, but could exist if someone wanted to make it. Now, there, I'll talk about the one that I initially did, uh, which actually converges with one that I did already. Okay, let's stop with the stupidity. Originally, my thought was, hey, what if we tracked the belt, this idea of a championship belt uh, for the rest of this decade? So I started doing that, and currently South Carolina has that championship belt if we start with LSU having the belt at the beginning of the season, which means that today's game between LSU and South Carolina is a chance for LSU to get the belt back. Now, I then decided, hey, what if we looked at last decade, starting with Alabama's 2009, I said it because I was dumb, I thought I was going to say 2010, because BCS championship years are weird, um, if you're not aware, uh, the way it's noted is that it's the year in which the game happened, but not for, like, the season. So, the 2010 BCS Championship game was for the 2009 season, as you would usually call it. Uh, because, yes, the game happened in that year, but the season was prior, and this is why the NFL doesn't mess around with that, and that's why every championship game is designated by the season, not by the year in which it's held. That's important to note. So yeah, I went back to 2009, saw where it was, um, I'll get to what happened there, I then decided to go stupid and say, hey, what if we started this in 1998, when Tennessee won the first BCS championship? What if we started with them and then tracked the belt all the way to now, and see who has it? Like, where does it change? And so, he here's the thing. Uh, I did the whole for the decade of the 2010s, and, um, okay, it ended up that everything was balanced. Turns out that if you go through all of it, it gets to LSU. And then if you go back to 98, um, and you track it all the way, eventually you get it so that Alabama has it at the time of the 2009 BCS championship 
game, 2010 BCS championship game for the 2009 season because stupidity. Um, meaning that the timelines converge. And then I did something else, and it turns out the timelines inevitably converge. They just converge in a different spot. Uh, basically, if you go back to when Nebraska won the Bowl Alliance Championship, the thing that preceded the BCS, uh, you actually get it at a point where it converges, where if you start it with Tennessee's 98 championship. So I'd like to take you on the ride of the changes to the belt. Um, and I never actually remembered to put the asterisks um, for each team because... Basically, if a team holds it multiple times, I denote that in my document with asterisks. One asterisk means a second time. There, one for subsequent times of having it. I hope that makes sense. It'll make sense when I talk about it. So we start with Tennessee holding the belt at the end of the 1998 season. And they're the first ones to be awarded the belt. The first time they lose, this is just like in boxing or MMA, whoever beats them, gets the belt. And then whoever beats that team gets the belt. And it continues on and on and on and on. Which means, that, yes, if an FCS team manages to get the belt, it'll start trading places there. So things could get confusing. Luckily, that never happened. So we start with Tennessee. They're doing all fine and dandy. And then September 18th, 1999, Florida beats them 23-21. to So Florida takes hold of the belt. Then, like... Two weeks later, on October 10th, I'm sorry, October 2nd, 1999, Alabama beats Florida 40-39 to in overtime. Then, two weeks later, Tennessee gets the belt back from Bama. They beat him 21-7. to And then Arkansas, just, what is that, two weeks after that, on the 13th of November, they get the belt. And then... For the final game of the season, Arkansas travels to Tiger Stadium. They play LSU. They lose 35-10. to Now, that was the last game for LSU that year because LSU was pretty terrible. They missed a bowl game. They were 3-8. and But they were the holder the end of the 1999 season. So going into the year 2000, they had the belt. And they had to win. Otherwise, they were going to lose it. And then they lost it. They lost it. Uh, Auburn beat LSU 34-17. That was on September 16th. Then Mississippi State got it. I know it's going to sound like a lot of, you know, rumble back and forth and back and forth because that's how title exchanges happen. Uh, Mississippi State gets it. They get it on the 7th of October. And then October 21st, LSU gets the belt back from Mississippi State 45-38 to in overtime. Then just... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was three days later. No, it's a month and three days later. Arkansas gets it back. They win 14-3. to But Arkansas gets a bowl game. They're playing in the Las Vegas Bowl. They lose it to UNLV 31-14, to meaning that UNLV is the holder of the belt at the end of the 2000 season. Now, I thought, oh, well, that means that this belt's going to go all over the place. Gee whiz, where could it go? Yeah, UNLV's season opener in 2001 is against Arkansas. So, yeah. Arkansas gets the belt right back from them. Like, yeah, 
No, they win 14 to 10, and the first time someone has held the belt for three times. But just as they've gotten the belt for their third time, Tennessee says, no, we want the belt, and they get the belt. They beat Arkansas 13 to 3. But then Georgia says, I've been, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this moment. And they grab hold of that moment. And they grab hold of it tightly. And they beat Tennessee 26-24 to to take hold of the belt for the first time. Note that, in this entire time, it has only left the SEC once for the, I believe it's the WAC at the time. Yeah. It's 1999. It is the WAC. So then you got Georgia has it. Florida beats... Georgia, they get the belt back, yada, yada, yada. So then Tennessee gets it, and then at the end of the season, LSU manages to get the belt because they win the SEC championship over Tennessee. LSU then wins their bowl game and means that they have held the belt at the end of the season twice in this span, in 99 and 01. Season opener, 2002, LSU loses to Virginia Tech, and for the first time... The belt goes east of the Mississippi... No, it, not the first time it goes east of the Mississippi. I'm sorry. East of the Mississippi non-Southeastern Conference. First time it leaves that region. Goes to Virginia Tech. They're pretty good. They hold on to the belt for a couple months. Then Pitt beats them. Then Miami beats Pitt because Miami's really, really good. But then, Ohio State and Miami play in the BCS Championship. Ohio State wins it. Um, I believe that's the game with the controversial pass interference call in it. Uh, yeah. So Ohio State gets the belt for the first time, and for the first time in this uh, thing since... Because 98 doesn't count for the purposes of, oh, the national champion holds it at the end of the season. Because, like, yeah, of course they did. They were given it as a result of that. But in this case, no. Winner of the BCS championship was also the one who held the belt. So what's Ohio State going to do? Are they going to keep it for a while? And they're going to lose to Wisconsin. Uh, they're going to lose to Wisconsin in October. But then Purdue randomly beats Wisconsin just a week later. And then, seven days after that, Michigan says, I want this belt. I want this belt bad. And Michigan wins the Big Ten. So they go to the Rose Bowl. Because that's what Big Ten champions do when they're not one of the top two teams. And they weren't. And they played USC. They lost 28-14. Now, this was the 3 weird season. The one where USC somehow didn't make the BCS championship, but was awarded the AP title um, at the end of the season because the AP selector said, no, this team was better. To which I respond by saying, yeah, maybe USC should have gotten in the uh, title game instead of Oklahoma. Probably. Considering everything. But whatever. So, they win it. And they hold it at the end of the season. And then the next season happens, and then they never lose. So, they've now held it at the end of the season, twice, back-to-back. -back, still haven't lost yet. Um, And they've been back-to-back -back AP national champions. Then, they go throughout... So they've gone throughout the 03 season. They get it at the end of that. They've gone throughout the 04 season. They haven't lost. Go throughout the 05 season. Haven't lost until you know the game. 
the iconic BCS championship game, Texas beats USC and they get the belt. Unfortunately, they don't hold on to that belt very well because Ohio State then beats their asses in the first or second, it's either the first or second game. I know it's first game for uh, either Ohio State or Texas and second game. It's weird. So Ohio State gets it. And then Ohio State holds on to it for the rest of the season until the BCS championship where Florida gets it back. So, we have had, since 2002, the AP champion has had the belt at the end of the season for all those years. Unfortunately, that streak ends in uh, 07 because 07 was crazy and didn't deserve to have any of that stuff. No, Florida holds it at the end of the season. They lose to Auburn uh, in... What is that? September. Yes, I remember how to read dates. Then LSU beats Auburn because Auburn went to Death Valley, and Auburn doesn't win in Death Valley. Uh, They haven't done that in my lifetime. And we lose to Arkansas in the triple overtime game because that was something that happened. And then in the Cotton Bowl, Arkansas loses to Missouri, and Missouri is the holder at the end of the 07 season. It is now moved to the Big 12. But Missouri will not keep it in the Big 12. They'll keep it in September, but not into October, as Oklahoma State takes the belt for the first time, and then Texas takes the belt, and then Texas Tech beats Texas in that iconic game. Uh, You know, the one Crabtree pulls free. And then, of course, what does Texas Tech do? Well, they win the next week, and then they got the week after that. The week after that wasn't Well, actually, no, it was fun. I'm sorry. I'm doing numb. No, it was. No, it wasn't. See, I'm totally knowing exactly what to say here because I just had a topic. It's not like I had to come up with something off the top of my head, and this is just me rambling. Apologies to those who don't want that. So, yeah, Oklahoma eventually beats Texas 65-21, to Texas Tech, on the 22nd of November, 2008, and Oklahoma makes the BCS Championship and loses it to Florida. So Florida gets it at the end of the season again. Um, And then the next year, Florida wins all of their games up until the uh, SEC championship, excuse me, where Alabama beats them. Now this is 2009. Alabama has the belt going into 2009's BCS championship game. What does this mean? Well, it means the timelines converged. I did not expect for if you started with 98 Tennessee, you'd get to 2009 Alabama national champions. I didn't expect that. I don't... There's no reason for me to have expected it, nor is there any reason for me not to. But here's what I find to be interesting. Now, I made a point that if you started with Nebraska, you'd get to the same point. It takes you not not actually that long. So, Nebraska wins the 97 National Championship. They lose to A&M October 10th of 98. Then A&M loses to Texas on October 27th. And then Texas manages to hold on to it till the end of the 98 season. Then, Texas loses to North Carolina State. uh, That's September 28th of 99. Then, North Carolina State loses to Florida State, they would end up winning the BCS championship that year, and then Miami beat Florida State on October 7th of 2000, and they would end up as the 2001 
BCS champions and as the holders at the end of the 2000 season. Now, you may be wondering, where does this converge? Here's where it converges. Remember that at one point, Pitt held it after beating Virginia Tech. Well, Pitt lost the belt to Miami. Well, here's the thing. Miami has the belt already, so they don't need to beat Pitt to get the belt, meaning that the timelines converge at that point. I say timelines, but it is like timelines. Anyway, we keep going from Alabama's win. So Alabama, they win the national championship. And then South Carolina beats Alabama in 2010, 35-21. Uh, then Kentucky beats South Carolina. Then Georgia gets the belt. They beat Kentucky 44-31. Uh, Florida gets it back in an overtime win over Georgia. And then South Carolina gets it back. And then Auburn gets the belt back in a win over South Carolina. That was the SEC championship game. And they were the national champions that year. Hmm. Then Clemson beat Auburn in 2011. 2011 Auburn was terrible. We look like 2011 Auburn right now. 2011 Auburn, of course, followed 2010 Auburn, and therefore, it's kind of excusable. Because it's like, yeah, but you had a national championship caliber team, and now you don't have all your guys, and of course, you're not going to be as great. Like, you had a generational team. And then somehow 2011 Auburn eventually became like 2014 Auburn, or 2013 Auburn, and made the national championship again. Because why not? Why not have random things happen to you? Speaking of random things happening, uh, Georgia Tech beat Clemson in 2011. Yeah. I mean, after after seeing that whole 73-7 beatdown, to think that that could have ever happened, it's kind of funny. Yeah, Georgia Tech gets the belt, then the Battle of the Techs happens on 11-10-11, and Virginia Tech gets it. And then in the ACC championship game, Clemson gets it back because they were like, yeah. Here was the problem. You see, Clemson won the belt. And that meant that, oh, we have the belt. But you got to defend the belt if you want to keep the belt. And in order to defend the belt, they had to go to the Orange Bowl. And they had to play West Virginia. If you're not aware of that game, um, West Virginia scores again. The game ended 70-33. to West Virginia absolutely annihilated Clemson, which meant they had the belt at the end of the season, and it meant that they had to defend it the rest of the next season. Did they do such a great job of that? Eh, does a loss to Texas Tech of 49-14 to count? I would say no. But don't worry, because Texas Tech would manage to lose the belt two weeks later in a 55-24 to loss to Kansas State. And that wasn't just any Kansas State team. That was 2012 Kansas State. That was the... I believe that was Colin Klein's year. Man, Colin Klein was a good quarterback. Sucks he never could have made anything of himself. I don't know how he didn't make it in the NFL. I really don't. I don't know what it was. But he didn't. Oh, well. That Kansas State team lost to Baylor. So Baylor got it. And then Baylor played uh, Oklahoma State. But that wasn't until next year. So Baylor held on to it for the rest of the season. And they held on to it, actually, for over a year. They beat Kansas State on November 17th, 2012. Their loss to Oklahoma State, a 49-17 drubbing, came on November 23rd, 2013. That's a pretty long time. 
not as long as, um, what was it? USC held it for like two years. Yeah. Two years in like two days, which is insane. Here's an unfortunate scenario. Oklahoma State had the belt and then lost it to Oklahoma. So then Oklahoma had the belt at the end of the 2013 season. But in the 2014 season, they did not keep the belt. For they lost to TCU 37-33. Oh, but it is unfortunate. God, I am slipping over words. It's okay. Because I'm just trying to get out something so that, you know... I can watch football later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you remember that Baylor-TCU game from 2014? The 61-58 game? I never watched it, but, like, I've seen the clips. It was cool. Baylor won that game, took the belt. But then Baylor had to play uh, West Virginia just six days. No, wait. Seven days later. I can do math right. Yes. They, they lost it to West Virginia. Oh, and then TCU just took it back. And then you know what happened? TCU didn't even get to hold it for a whole week. They got the belt back 11-1-14. Oh, wait, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. No, they did hold it for more than a week. In fact, they held it for more than a year. From 11-1-14 to 11-7-15. I can read things well. Because you see, in 2015, they, they lost to Oklahoma State by, by 20. Uh, and then Oklahoma State lost to Baylor two weeks later. Because TCU and having the belt for six days does come into play. And it comes into play on 11-21-15. Why is that? Because after Baylor got the belt from Oklahoma State, they had a Friday game against TCU. That Friday game went about as well as you could have expected from a story that I'm telling you, which is that Baylor lost in double overtime to TCU, 28-21, and they lost the belt, becoming the only team to lose the belt without even having had it for a whole week. So TCU keeps it for the rest of the year, and they go into the next season. Now... For the first time in a very long time, uh, since 2012, or the end of the 2011 season, honestly, um, the belt is on the line, and there's a pretty decent chance that the SEC can get it back for the first time in a very, very long time. SEC hasn't had the belt since uh, 2010. Or, I'm sorry, hasn't had a transfer of it to a team since 2010. Hasn't had it since 2011. See, I can read things well. TCU's got Arkansas. This is that game. You might remember this game as being the one where, like, I think Arkansas ran in a touchdown uh, late in the game or stopped a touchdown. Either way, it was an incredible finish. And Arkansas got the belt. Then, just two weeks later, Texas A&M played Arkansas uh, at AT&T Stadium. And A&M beat them. And then A&M had to do the thing that every SEC West team has to do. Play Alabama. This went as well as you might expect. Alabama beat them 33-14 to and took it. Oh, but Alabama would not keep it. For you see, they had to play Clemson at the end of the year. And unlike the previous time they played Clemson at the end of the year, Clemson was a little bit, um, better. And they were ready. 
and they were going to beat him. And they did beat him. You might know that as the Renfro touchdown catch, which I'm surprised there was actually a second left on the clock on that one. Anyway, so Clemson gets it. And then, you wouldn't expect them to lose it, but, but they did. They did. They lost it to Syracuse in that game that I remember pretty well. It was insane. I mean, Syracuse just made Clemson look... Honestly, they didn't make them look like national champions. Like, either it was Clemson playing down to their competition, or Syracuse rising to the occasion. But either way, it was one of the more impressive upsets I've seen. But of course, this was Syracuse, and they weren't exactly that great. So they lost the belt the next week to Miami. And then Pitt beat Miami. Hey, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. Miami. No, wait, that was Pitt losing to Miami. This is Pitt getting it from Miami. It is a flip. And Pitt ended up with the belt at the end of the season because that was Pitt's final game against Miami. They did not field a bowl team that year. So they had to wait till the next season where they suffered an embarrassing loss to Penn State, 51-6. Yeesh. Oh, but Penn State wouldn't keep it. Nah, they lost it to Ohio State, 27-26. Then, you all remember the game. Ohio State-Purdue. Purdue beats the crap out of Ohio State. But the next week, what isn't really remembered is that Purdue then lost to a Michigan State team that was pretty... How I know they're pretty eh is that Ohio State beat Michigan State by 20 the next week. The Michigan State team wasn't good, although granted, which is worse, a Michigan State team doing that or a Michigan State team that gave up 28 points to Rutgers in the first half like what happened today? You can tell when I'm recording this. Yeah, so Ohio State gets it and they keep it. They keep it for the rest of the year. They didn't make the playoffs in 2018. And then they win all their games in 2019 until you know the game. The Fiesta Bowl, where Clemson gets it. And then Clemson has to play the national championship game against the greatest team ever fielded. LSU wins it and they get the belt. There is one unfortunate thing that we have to talk about, though. (laughs) Because you see LSU gets it and they don't decide to keep it. No, they decide to have the biggest defensive meltdown in the history of the LSU football program. Hey, let's give up 44 points to Mississippi State. Really? Really? Nah, it's fine. It's totally fine. I'm I'm not annoyed at all that we did that. And then Arkansas beat Mississippi State the next week while giving up only 14 points. Because somehow Mississippi State has managed to score exactly 30 points in the subsequent games. Which means if they score 14 points today... They will have equaled their total in, what is this, four, what is that, uh, yeah, in four games that they did against LSU in one, because that's what a good defense does. No, whatever. So Arkansas, they win, and then they lose to Auburn. R.I.P. Is it because the refs are idiots and did not review a backwards pass that was clearly a backwards pass? Yes, yes, that is pretty much most of the reason that Auburn beat them because the refs were dumb. But then, you know, Auburn gets the stupid win, and then they lose to South Carolina. Now, South Carolina plays LSU today. Winner of that keeps the belt. And frankly, I think it would be an interesting concept to have this idea of a belt. Um, and here's why I think it is. You know all those games that you consider meaningless? 
You know those meaningless games against random teams? <laughs> Not so meaningless if you gotta keep a belt. Not so meaningless if a loss means you have to give up that belt. Your team captain has to give the belt to the other team. And then that team has to hold on to it. Wouldn't that be embarrassing? Wouldn't that be such glory for a team to take back the belt? Like, the national championship game is also a battle for the belt? Wouldn't that just add so much drama? It would also add the other thing that I love about it. The idea that, like, hey, remember, if you go undefeated, that's pretty good. Well, in order to keep the belt, you can't lose. You're not allowed to lose. One loss, and you cannot win that belt until you play a team that has it again. That may be years down the line. It may never happen again. I mean, look at UNLV. They haven't been in a position to get that belt since... What is this? 2001 was the last time. August 30th, 2001 was the last time UNLV was ever in a position to take the belt. Never gonna be in it again. Or they might, but like it'll be very difficult. To get those kinds of things is just incredible. It makes those upset wins potentially even greater. I mean, I would say there might be a rule about like if an FCS team wins the game over an FBS team, um that like well, no. Hold on a minute. I'm thinking about this. No. If you lose to an FCS team, that is your fault, and you should be shamed by having to give them the belt. And then it starts trading places down there, and then it has to come back up at some point, right? It's got to resurface. Um, there is one thing we would have to do, um, and that's what if there is a vacant title? Um, like, a team does, like, cut its football program with the belt. It is technically possible. Or, um, I don't know, that's like the only time where it would be like a vacant title. Or, if they have to vacate wins, do vacated wins mean everything doesn't... No, vacated wins are stupid. Who am I kidding? Vacated wins are dumb. They don't count um, in terms of having to give back the belt. No. Now, if it's a prior game and you have to forfeit, yeah, that counts. Like, if it was recent, fine. And recent being like during the season, and I know that doesn't happen, but if it does, like, yeah, fine. And if there's ever a vacancy of the title, well, um, I don't know. There'd need to be a committee for this. Um, and it wouldn't really be that hard, because, again, you just give it to the team who would have it now. It'd really be that easy. Like, honestly, it'd be that easy. Just, South Carolina has the belt right now. We win this game, we get the belt. We don't win this game, South Carolina keeps the belt. Somebody make a belt. Somebody do this. This would be good. I can't make a belt. I don't have, like... I'm not a smith. I, I don't do that kind of stuff. Metal work just isn't my thing. But, like, if there was a belt out there, that'd be really cool. Because, again, can't lose it. Can't lose it. No, you can't lose it. That'd be bad. That would look bad for you. Players would get all fired up. They, granted, if those are games against, like, small FCS teams, you'd want to try and... No, you'd want to try and beat them early. You know? Run all over them. 
And if it's games against your rival, imagine rivalry games for a belt. Like, yeah, those are rivalry trophies, but not only that. This isn't just for the Stanford Axe. This is a chance to, and I know this would never happen, uh, because that would require a Pac-12 team to somehow beat a team with the belt. Eh, it could happen if an upset occurred and then there was a minor bowl game. Uh, that That's possible, but still, like, whoa. This is, like, double the intensity. Whoa. Every single camera would be there for, like, a game between two five and five teams. Because, like, hey, winner gets the belt. Gotta keep the belt. Never know. I think that would be interesting. I think it would be fun. I think someone should do this. I think this should be totally real. Um, because it would make college football more fun. Why not? It'd be... Maybe it's unofficial. I mean, but I'd like it to be, like, totally official. Because it would, again... Just... Just do it. Come on. Do it. 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 Sorry, I am going crazy um yeah that's gonna speaking of do it that's gonna do it for this episode um sorry it was so short i really couldn't think of a topic so this is what you get um there will be an episode of the two-point conversion tomorrow there will be an episode of that also on monday um the day after of course the lsu and saints games um so if you enjoyed this good for you Sorry about the lip smacking, but, you know, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Here's what else happens to the best of us. We have trivia questions. That was a segue, okay? Just just, just go with it. So, I'm going to butcher this name. Henrik Siwiak. I cannot speak Polish. Uh, why do I say that? He was a Polish immigrant, famously known as the last man killed in what city before what major event? A, New York City before 9-11, B, Boston before the Boston Marathon bombing, C, Oklahoma City before the Oklahoma City bombing, or D, Atlanta before the Centennial Park bombing. Uh, answer will be on the next full episode of Outward Thoughts. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Um, how good was I with my prediction of what was going to happen in the ALCS? Was that good or what? Was that good of me wanting exactly what happened? where the Rays went up three, and then the Astros seemed to be clawing their way back, and then at the last moment, the hearts just ripped out. Wasn't that so good? I mean, I, I seriously could not believe that that actually happened. I cannot believe that what I said was like, hey, wait, this is exactly how I had it written. The last game I didn't watch, I don't think it was like necessarily a heartbreaker in terms of like, oh, a walk-off hit. There couldn't have been a walk-off hit, granted. I think the Astros were batting last in the ninth. But still, um, yeah, am I good or what? I really hope the Rays win it all because I don't like the Dodgers. And also, small market teams are kind of my favorite. Because small market teams are the antithesis to all the bullshit in baseball and in all of sports where it's like, money, 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 money. No. It's about coming together and winning. So don't do it because of your bloated payroll. Do it because you know how to win and you know how to get the most out of your players. It's called building. That's why the Rays are successful. Deal with it. I want the Dodgers to lose so badly. Yeah. 
And that's going to do it for me. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S-P-O-R-T-S. Find me on Instagram at B-Schluter-L-A. I have been Ben Schluter. These have been my outward thoughts. Hope you have a great day and week and all. And until next time, bye-bye.